0: like oh no i lead through resistance or through resilience like that just echoes out and then people trust you and so they want to
1: hi there you're listening to the render podcast a business podcast for creatives cam and i'm a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business i've been in the event industry and am wildly passionate about education for small businesses and teaching others through the mistakes we've made along the way i hope you leave here refreshed engaged and ready to take on your company making the next right decision All right, welcome into The Render Podcast. I am your host, Cam, and I'm so excited to be here with a friend of mine, Brad Chandler. Um, Thanks for being on the show today.
0: I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Cam.
1: Of course. Well, if you don't know Brad Chandler, you can check him out on Instagram, and I'm sure he'll share where to find him. Um, But he is one of the most motivational people I know. And I'm always inspired by his Instagram stories and feed and all that. And so I'm excited to have him on today to talk a little bit about mindset and kind of getting out of a funk that we might be. So um, Brad, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell our listeners who you are. Um, You live in Austin, Texas, so not too far from Dallas. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: So my name is Brad Chandler. As you said, I am a business integrator by trade, meaning um, there is a theory that every business has someone of a visionary mindset who's usually the leader of the company that has the big vision. And then somewhere inside that company is what is known as an integrator, which is able to take that vision and process it down into the company itself. So what that means for me as a skill set is that I have the ability to really see things clearly, understand what the root of a problem is, and then provide the right solution for it. So I'm really great at just um, making things work, let's say it like that. (laughs) So (laughs) recently, I've actually left my nine to five, uh, like a lot of people, either by choice of my force currently. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've gone full time into my own thing. So I'm back into the small business mindset. I'm entrepreneur at heart. And so now I get to be both visionary and integrator for my own business (laughs) currently, which is um, thrilling in the middle of a pandemic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Um, Well, we are going to hopefully be scheduling our coaching session soon, but Brad is now going to be my business coach. So I'm excited to um, just get to know him more as well outside of this podcast episode, but I'm excited to be able to share him with all of our listeners. We have listeners all over the world, um, Mm -hmm. small business owners and um, side hustlers and really anything and everything in between when it comes to entrepreneurship. And so, I just know that we're going to have a great conversation today. So thank you for being on.
0: Yeah, I Appreciate
1: you. it. Well, let's just dive right in. Um, I know that you have talked a lot recently about just kind of taking off and jumping off the deep end and going all in. And so let's just start talking about what that looks like um, on a day-to-day basis. And then longevity wise, I know that you said you're a business integrator, which as you said that I was like, well duh, of course he is because <laughs> I mean it just makes sense after knowing you for just a little while. So tell us more about that and um just starting it off on mindset.
0: On mindset. Well, you know, I actually just I gave a talk last night for about 150 small business owners and as I was, I didn't know much about the group. And as I, so I was going into it, I normally like to, to do as much research as I can. So I know that it can be providing value. But I just kept thinking to myself, well, what do I really need to say right now to people that are trying to like, you know, operate their own sort of small businesses and in different mindsets? What's a universal theme? And what I kept coming back to right now, especially is something that I personally am going through since I just leapt out of a plane you know to go skydiving and starting my own business where it's like that that feeling at first when we start something brand new it just feels so exciting right it's so thrilling and like oh my gosh I'm totally gonna do this this is amazing and then (laughs) like a couple seconds into it it's like oh wow like I don't the parachute hasn't kicked in like Mm -hmm. I am I falling or am I floating or this is terrifying I don't you know Um, And I just feel like especially now with what's happening um, with the pandemic and business closures, it can be a really terrifying time. And so what I wanted to offer to people last night, um, which maybe we just talk about today, is I I think there are some useful tools that I personally am using right now in order to keep my mind in check. Because I think for a lot of small business owners, especially if we are the business, a lot of times if we're the face of the business or we actually are Mm. providing the product of the business, what happens is on our hard days when that imposter syndrome kicks in, when the inner critic starts to kick in, when fear starts to kick in of will this work? Do like what point do I start finding a different job or, you know, it's important for us to do something that keeps us grounded in a little bit of what's real. Like, you know, I think about when I first just left my nine to five um, it was not even 12 hours. And I had already, like I, it was the Friday, the Saturday, I quit on Friday. And then on Saturday, I was in my kitchen Saturday morning and I had was three months, six months into the future, just spinning out. I know I need to find it. Like I, I need to find a job. This is going to work. What happens if this doesn't work? And I just like in a fog, a fog of fear. And it was just such proof to me that the mind doesn't need much to spin out on its own story.
1: Totally, especially given this twenty twenty. Pandemic year. Even when you do build a successful business and you feel like your mind is in the right place and you're gonna, you know, you're setting up your business to be the best year yet, like many of us did at the beginning of 2020, and then a pandemic hits, and then a month in, you're like, "Well, is it worth it? Like, is all that I've done for my business is it worth it now? If I'm not receiving the business that I was expecting to or that I've been planning on, so either starting out." Um, getting into that mindset. but even if you've been in a business for a while, sometimes it feels like, you know, am I doing what all that I can do? or um, is what I'm doing really making that big of an impact when people aren't even focused on what your business really does, especially in the middle of a pandemic? I mean, there's so many unknowns and and things that we can get into, so.
0: Yeah. And even yeah. for someone like you, I know a little bit of your story, um, but, you know, going through the pandemic, m- most small businesses have pivoted, if not mm-hmm. once, many times. And have had to shift their structure. Maybe they shift staffing. Like, these are things that are traumatic for a small business on just kind of like an emotional level. And just add that into um, the mix there's, you know, there's no doubt that fear will kick in just to think, oh, is this the point where it all falls apart, you know, like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's, it's sort of a, an inevitable thing. Um, and so what I personally, I, I keep, I've been talking about this so much lately, and I know that it works because I use it for myself every day. And it's not something that I don't like, have you ever focused on what like your super, your personal superpowers are? Have you even considered mm-hmm. it ever before?
1: I have. Yeah, especially recently. <laughs>
0: oh, amazing. Great. Yeah, because I feel like the process of identifying kind of a, like a personal superpower, um, The like the example I give, I'd love to hear yours. So maybe let me just mm-hmm. set it up for you and then love to hear what you think. We um, yeah. talk about um, Superman, right? Like we know what his superpowers are. He can fly. He's super duper strong. He can shoot lasers out of his eyes. Like all of those things line up. For what he can do. But the big question is like, what does he the why of what he does? And to me, Superman's ultimate goal is to save people um, out of any situation, right? That's like right. that is what he is called to do at any moment. That's what pulled right. him into, you know, a phone booth to to change, <laughs> change costumes <laughs> and head out yeah. and do his thing. It's not that right. he can lift heavy things. That's uh that's a feature. That's a skill he has, but the ultimate thing is he's able to save people. Um, and so I think like tapping into, yeah, we even know our superpowers, and yet the big why, like what are we actually called to? And that's something that's individual for each person, very much sort of like a, a passion. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. like what you what you've come to find of being your sort of superpowers.
1: Um, Well, when you put it in that perspective, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, I've been through a lot of trials in my life, not only just this pandemic, but in my personal life as well. Um, and one of the things, and my dad tells me this all the time, he's like, you are one of the strongest people I know, and you have the most resilience and grit. Um, and while those things didn't come without a price, um, those are some things that I feel like are kind of strengths of mine um, that have been built up. But when you talk about, you know, Superman's why, like why does he have these superhero traits? um, I think that's intriguing because if I think about it that way, you know, my why and why I do the work that I do and in business in the way that I am. Um, And I've said this on the podcast a couple of times, but I had, I don't know if you want to call it a voice in your head or God or whatever you want to believe it is. But I had this little voice in my head, gosh, probably about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. And I was pulling up to my office in Dallas and I have a team right now. My team's a little bit less than it Mm. normally is, but I typically have a team of anywhere from uh, 10 to 15 staff. And I pulled up at my office and it was one of those days, you know, you get into and you're like, oh, it's not worth it. Or like, it's a hard day or, you know, maybe your kids are being crazy in the morning and you're like, oh my gosh, so tired or whatever it might be. You're just having an off day. I remember pulling up at my office and just thinking, you know, I am given the team that I have right now to bless those people and to Mm. pour into those people and to lead these other leaders in their day-to-day lives and the businesses or the, the position that they're in here. And I just remember that so vividly because so I um, am a visionary person. I love to think long-term and high level. I'm not a huge like nitty gritty detail kind of person. I love to think long-term. So I know like five years from now, this is the plan that I have. 10 years from now, this is where I'm going to be. 20 years, I mean, I could like tell you my life story 20 years from now. Um, but when it comes to the day to day, I'm like, you know, I like to think high level.
0: Yeah. That makes and so, different. yeah.
1: And I've always dreamt of having a business where I have lots of people working and I am pouring into not only those people, but their families as well, because it's not just the people that work for you. It's really their family is backed by them. Mm. And I just remember kind of, you know, not being as happy with how far along I was in business, wishing I was further along in business. And just that voice saying, you know, you have the team that you have now because it's prepping you for the team that you'll have someday.
0: Mm.
1: And thinking, you know, my why is to be leading up other leaders and leading up these people to not only bless them in their life, but also bless their families, their friends, the people that they encounter as well. And so through that, um, my innate strength and grit and determination and resilience comes through, you know, seeing different perspectives and all of that. So um, I think it's important to kind of understand those in each person. Hey there, are you a loyal listener of the Render podcast? Do you love hearing from us each week? Well, we are bringing you opportunities to dive in deeper and get more out of this podcast. Starting at only $5 per month, you can unlock goodies like early access to podcast episodes and private ask me anything sessions well to learn more about how you can support this podcast and get some benefits while you're at it head to patreon.com backslash render that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash r-e-n-d-e-r-e-d-u-c-a-t-e patreon.com backslash render all right back to the episode
0: Yeah, I love that. So even just like to, for me hearing that is this sort of idea of like um, legacy through resilience. Um, mm-hmm. It's such like a beautiful thing to pass on. Um, and that's like just hearing you say that and I think how it has rolled out into your why of showing up for other people means like you understand what I'm, what I'm getting at, right? Yes. Because it allows you to have that vision. It allows you to keep showing up even if it doesn't look the way you think it's gonna look on some days, <laughs> even if <laughs> totally. the team changes, even if you're like, it's probably what I would say too, is like, as a parent, does it affect the way you see it? As if the grocery store and someone starts to have a conversation with you, you know what I mean? Like if you, in the moments where we're able to actually tap into that why to say like, oh, my superpower might show up in any situation, it helps bring us back to what is real. And from a business perspective, it actually opens up to a whole new slew of possibilities even, um, because you never know who you're going to speak to and you never Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. um, what it's going to be. And I think for a lot of small business owners, this idea of like this hustle is just so defeating because it just, if we stay stuck in the numbers and the sales and like at some point it does become terrifying and overwhelming. And I would- (laughs) wager that's been a strong piece of what's even made you successful through these pivots is being able to stay in the fact of like, no, no, no. What is this really about? What this is really about is that I continue to show up to show legacy through resilience or whatever it is. Like That's your core value. That's your core mission. And it pulls you through even on the hard days, I would wager.
1: Yeah. No, (laughs) it totally does. Especially when You know, I'm in the uh, traditionally in the events industry um, as we're recording this in real time, we're launching a new thing tomorrow, Um, but traditionally I'm in the events industry and back in March, all events were canceled (laughs) or postponed. And so even when you get to a place where, you know, sales aren't coming in or um, you have to make really tough decisions when it comes to your team or, or things like that, coming back to that why. And coming back to, mm-hmm. hey, my, my purpose here on life is not uh, to make a whole bunch of money. It's not to be the best business ever. Um, it's not to do these um, just day-to-day things. It is to leave my legacy, to lead people. It doesn't matter yeah. who those people are. It could be my own children. Um, maybe it's just my own children in a certain season. Um, maybe it's my family. Maybe it's my actual team here at the office. But, you know, my why and my purpose is to lead people. And so with yeah. with whatever that's given in in different seasons.
0: Yeah. Because I even say, too, like the more you lean into that, the more the money and the sales and the business does come, you know, at the <laughs> end of the day. Yeah. But for some reason, I think we sit when we think like we're, we're selling our own wares, we sit down with someone that what we're actually talking about is just like features or sales mm-hmm. or price and like at the end of the day it's not necessarily because that takes us out of like a listening mind to understand what's really happening and how can i actually speak to the problem and it kind of spins us out in this other world where the more like the more you lean into the fact of like oh no i lead through resistance or through resilience like that just echoes out and then people trust you yeah and so they want to give cash <laughs> 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 as opposed to you know um and that's that. This what you just said too also reminds me of another point of like the thing that Clark Kent never says is like, but I don't see a phone booth here, so mm-hmm. uh, not today. Like I'm, oh, I'm not going to show up to my thing today because clearly this isn't the right situation. You know, like the superpower is there. They are ours to use. And we get so hung up on what it's supposed to look like. Like if at some point you were like, oh, no, no, this isn't my time to lead because this this isn't the business I created. So I'm going to like stop for a second. Then we're actually denying the call. Like you were consistently rising to the call, which is what makes you a great business leader because you were able to say, no, 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 I know what is truly going on here. And that has nothing to do with the form of this business. The form of the business will continue to change and evolve. Mm-hmm. But if I stay true to my actual calling here, which is to be a leader and to show up as a leader for other people to train them to be leaders, then like you can weather the storm.
1: Right. Because and right. then anything that you do day to day can right. be ever changing.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So that's like, I've just become more and more passionate about helping people find it. Cause I, I, like, I think you are a bit of a unicorn in the fact that you can identify it, identify it because a lot of (laughs) people. It's taken a
1: lot of work to get to that point. I didn't just wake up one day and be like, Oh, this is my why.
0: (laughs) So maybe you can speak a little bit to that too. I know the one thing I normally recommend is, um, asking your friends, Like, I remember I sent out emails to people, to my best friends that I trusted, just to say, hey, can you just tell me what you think my superpower is? Mm. Like, it's a crazy assignment I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. But will you just tell me? And what was crazy is they all said the same thing. Isn't it like,
1: that always happens, I feel like. I didn't go about it the same way, but...
0: How did you More go about recently,
1: it? but over the last couple of years, I've just had people just kind of speak into me and just be like, hey, this is this is something that I see in you, whether it be my parents, maybe um, some of the leaders that work um, at my company, um, friends, family members, just kind of people in my day-to-day life. And over the last few years, I've just kind of taken notice to the things that they've said, and they've all generally said the same things about um, just the, the innate strength that I've had and the mm. grit that I've got in the, um, the perseverance through challenges and through tough times and through so many things. Just certain little details that all are very similar traits, but then taking all those traits and not, not just saying like, okay, cool, I've got grit and I've got strength and I've got all these things, but then taking those and saying, okay, how do those things work for me? And how do those things, um, like if I think about grit or if I think about perseverance or I think about resilience, what can I see in myself? Like I think there's a lot of self-exploration that we can take in that um, with the addition of having people. But I love that idea of even just reaching out to the people in your life that know you really well and asking them like, hey, what do you see in me and what do you see as a strength?
0: also mm-hmm. taking,
1: you know, the Strengths Finder test or the Enneagram or things like that is also very helpful.
0: Totally. totally. And I because th- I think it's hard to a lot of us think that, oh, what our friends will tell us is flattery. Right. But yeah. but it being in a place to actually listen and be like, oh, no, no, this isn't really, it's not someone stroking my ego telling me how wonderful I am. <laughs> this is just something I, I naturally, it's not a skill, right? It's not like I can, oh, I can crochet a mean blanket. Like this is a... <laughs> a trait that somehow we have within us that really stands out to other people. And so it goes beyond flattery as just something that is our true gift that we are meant to be offering the world. That sometimes we just like it comes easily. So we don't think about it. We don't think that that couldn't possibly what our our business is about or what we're really showing up to meetings doing um, because it just comes easily. Right. I think the more we lean into that, then we actually our businesses begin to succeed even more.
1: Well, and you're asking them, "Hey, what traits do you see in me not? Hey, what do you like about me?" There's a big difference between <laughs> right. the two. And you could totally. say all day like, "Hey, what do you like about me?" Or like, "What's super cool about myself?" And they're like, "Oh, you right. uh, are, you know, you're pretty or you dress really nicely or like, you know, tangible things like that." But if you're asking mm-hmm. the right questions of, "Hey, what what traits do you see in me from an outsider looking in?" That's a very yeah. different question than A ego stroking question, like you just mentioned.
0: Yeah, I love that clarification. Yeah, I love that. Um, Yeah, so it sounds like you've found um, the ability to weather storms using this. A little bit. Yeah,
1: a little bit.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, that's the more people I speak to, um, I think the more we can lean into what we show up to because that's, and I, I speak from experience, especially right now. Knowing that if I get stuck in my head about what is going right or not going right, um, it's debilitating. And -hmm. so then I just keep asking myself, no, 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 Brad, you're going to show up to this conversation. What are you actually called here to do? And if I just remind myself that everything I'm approaching is that, oh, no, no, I'm just here to remind people that they can see this differently. So then I express that using the traits of, of, you know, it can help them see clearly. I can show them other options. I can show them the right, you know, what the solutions are. If I'm constantly reshaping every conversation with, there's there's another way to see this, especially Mm -hmm. with business owners, it helps free things up. So then that's what I'm called to do with every conversation. What it turns into, what types of options in my business that I'm able to create, like all of those things start shaking around. They're different. Um, it allows flexibility with the way I show up and as I don't know if you're like with Rachel Hollis in her new book if, mm-hmm. you, if you read it when she talks about Brad in the cereal aisle that's me <laughs> I
1: just read that literally two uh, two nights ago I went on oh, chapter two I just finished chapter two and she did just talk about that in the book
0: that's hilarious and I yeah. laughed because so I was Brad like oh my eight. gosh
1: how funny because <laughs> I knew yeah, I was talking I hate to you
0: today small talk. And yet if someone's going to like want to talk about their parents, I'm totally there for it. Yeah. Because that is also another calling is to remind people that they're not alone. So I just very tune to like what I'm here on this planet to do more and more. And the more I show up to that, it takes out that inner critic. It takes out the fear. It takes out the imposter syndrome because there's no way that I can fake being called to my purpose.
1: Right. I love that. I think that's incredible that you, have found that. So for people who um, may not know their strength or may not know how to find their strength outside of asking other people what traits they see in themselves, what are some other ways that people can figure that out, whether it be through books, conferences, self-exploration, what does that look like? And what would you recommend to some of our listeners on how to get to
0: that point? I mean, so number one, yes, asking your friends, I think is the best outside of that. Um, I do think it is one of those things where we, we think that our passion is supposed to be some like large calling that we think we can monetize or like, it's there's somehow our career and passion go hand in hand, which on one level they do, but not truly not at the root level. So at the root level, what was important for me was just to say, what do I love talking about? What do I love focusing on? Like, what is the stuff that I could have a conversation with someone in a cereal aisle (laughs) About, you know, and it was like, that's the stuff that I could sit for hours and talk about, because I love the idea of, no, 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 let's really get to the root of what is going on. Let's really see this clearly um, and see that there are different options. Um, And so I'm naturally drawn to that. So I think if you just look at like, what are the things that you're naturally drawn to? What are the conversations you could sit with someone on a couch and get lost for hours talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, that it's not even like, you know, I don't worry about how I'm going to monetize those things. I just look for ways to express that. And so I think if you find, you know, if it's just like, I could talk for hours about like animals, a cat, you know, like whatever it is, just getting more to the heart of like, what is it that you really love to talk about? And it's just like, I love talking about how, you know, children can run unaffected and, be free in their minds of playfulness. I love talking about playfulness in life. Mm -hmm. Then super. What would it look like for you to just pick up every conversation and find how talking about playfulness mattered? Your business will start to like model that and you will find ways that you will be making money based on that conversation. You know, it's, I find like it's backwards. I think we just try to think about, oh, if like I'm involved in playfulness, then I need to start a gym or I need to start a, don't worry about it from the outside. Start with the inside, because what you're selling is really just the form of it taking. Um, this is what I was talking with people last night. This whole lot of like healthcare stuff, and it's like we think that we're talking about face lotions and powders and protein powders, but that's that's the form that your conversations are taking. But that's not really what's going on the transformation of your client is going to come from your ability to connect with them, to listen to what they're saying um, and offer your superpower because you have the potential to be the hero in someone else's story. If you choose to lean into your superpower.
1: Yeah. That Um, totally makes sense. Staying
0: connected to what, what lights you up will allow the conversation to be lit up for somebody else.
1: Right. Now I know you talked at the beginning of this episode that, finding our superpowers and, um, recognizing those. But how do we, once we know what those are now, how do we make that something that works for us? And we understand that to, um, battle some of those inner critic and fears and things that kind of debilitate us from doing what we're actually called to do and stepping into that superpower.
0: And that's what I said, like, keep it top of mind. It's those things where you're going to show up. It feels weird that you're like, you show up to a sales meeting and you're just thinking about, like, okay, I have to sell this product or I'm going to sell this thing. I've got someone to really buy in. And I think that's the thinking mind that cripples us because we think that we're going to talk about the features or why someone should be buying it. But if you lean into the superpower of my mind being like that, I can really connect with someone and I can show them how they can think of something differently, right? So if I'm going to show up to that sales meeting and we're going to talk about facial creams, (laughs) what I'm really going to be listening for and speaking to is how I can change someone's mind about the way they've been thinking about something and why this product is different. But I'm not going to be speaking directly to the product because I might be missing the freaking point. (laughs) So I think like you prep every Once you know that superpower, you show up to everything with it. Because that is going to be your in that changes the entire situation and allows you to make that sale, make the connection, actually speak to what someone is looking for. It puts us in a listening voice, right? Because we're listening for the opportunity to share our superpower. So that's like, I, I just, I firmly believe we don't show up to a conversation with that mind, with the structure of what's supposed to be happening in that meeting. You throw that all out the
1: window. Right. Well, and not only that, but the blessings of the conversations that can happen because you know of your superpower and you know what you're made to do here on earth. And Mm -hmm. so if that is leading people or if that is um, being authentic or if that is whatever it is, fill in the blank, you Mm -hmm. might be showing up to a sales meeting for facial cream But what Uh else are you going to get out of that conversation and how are you going to bless that other person when they just thought they were going to be in a facial cream meeting? Right. Amazing things can happen when you actually step into that and that is your true goal, not just a sale of a facial cream, but also because you have your why and you have what you're made to do.
0: Yes, preach. Yeah, because also, like, so maybe they're not interested in facial cream, but you're not going to lose them as a client because right. they're going to come back to you because they trust you because you would actually showed up and listened to them and asked them questions and were fully aligned with what you were there to do. You know what I mean? Like, right. so they trust you as a person, even though they might not be into that product. Right. That's great.
1: And the just like you, of you showing up as
0: a leader, people are going to trust you as a leader because you know how to set a tone for leadership across the board. So even if they don't buy into your event, they're going to be with you to buy into something else because they trust you, because they get the vibe that you're putting down. Exactly.
1: And the vehicle of getting to that point might be the facial cream meeting. It might be an events meeting about their wedding coming up. It might be fill in the blank for you, whatever your business is. But the vehicle of getting to that point doesn't really matter what the vehicle is. What matters? Yes!
0: I am here for everything you just said.
1: <laughs> I just think it's so important to know that. I mean, you could replace yeah. that vehicle with anything. It doesn't matter. You could be working exactly. for someone. You could be an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter. But what your matter is, is your why.
0: Exactly. See, so even in this, even just us talking about it now, the idea of the inner critic or fear or saboteur, like it all goes out the window, right? Totally. Because it doesn't freaking matter.
1: <laughs> and the it really doesn't.
0: If you're yeah.
1: stepping into what you're meant to do, and you're stepping into your why, it doesn't matter about fear of failure. It doesn't matter about judgments from other people of like, oh, they're <laughs> selling a really crappy facial cream. Right. It doesn't right. matter because what you're, what right. you matter and your purpose is, is to do what you're called to do.
0: My heart is just on fire right now for you. This is awesome. <laughs>
1: I'm excited about what the people listening to this are going to get out of it.
0: And I mean, I hope so. I hope, like, try it. Try superpower. Try showing up to a meeting with what you know your purpose is and just see what happens. Like, don't freaking take our word for it. Mm -hmm. Give it a shot. And on the days where you feel like you are in terror. Give it a shot. Be like, you know what? This clearly isn't working for me. This forecasting what's going to happen my failure three months, six months from now. Like I'm a downward spiral. Let me try a different way. Let me try to show up just knowing what I'm really good at. I'm really good at connecting with people and making them feel comfortable and making them feel seen, valued, heard. Let me just give that a shot. Yeah. And see what happens.
1: And try it in the cereal aisle at the grocery store.
0: (laughs) That's right. And then they might buy something from you, right? Because they trust you. True. And you
1: try it with a total stranger first. I mean, if you're nervous, (laughs) you figure out what your why is and what your purpose here on earth is, try it with a complete stranger. Just try it out. Try it in the cereal aisle. (laughs) Try it in the uh, the grocery store checkout line. Try it um, walking your dog at the park try it wherever it doesn't matter where again it's the vehicle for you try it but yeah. try it see how it feels see how you bless that other person's life and then it gets a little bit easier then you get a little bit of confidence you get a little bit of um that you know endorphins running around of like oh I just did something mm. really good that I did something that I was meant to do then go try it with um your parents or your siblings or people who are close yeah. to you, and then try so- it with other people and try it with other people and you're just going to keep doing it over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again until it feels natural and like it feels like there's nothing else that you were meant here to do you're just given these opportunities of opportunity to do it but try it do it small try it out and then keep going and then keep practicing mm-hmm. and practicing and practicing and practicing until it becomes natural and then people yes, look at you and you're like, up. <laughs> Well, then people are going to look at you and say, Oh my gosh, I know Brad. Brad is the guy that is going to always encourage me and always listen to me and always um, to help me figure out what I need to step into. And then you're just, right. gonna, people are going to remember you for that.
0: Exactly. Because even just look at your own career, right? Like, have you always been doing like what you're about to transform into something else, which is made different than events before. And I'm sure before that was something different, right? Mm -hmm. We're always transitioning and selling different things. So in which case getting hung up on the thing we're selling is death by a thousand cuts. You know what I mean? Like you have to stay true to what your actual mission is and then just keep showing up because people will buy from you not from the product.
1: Yeah. I mean, the age old saying of people buy from people, people don't just buy from a website, people buy from people. So you have to integrate who you are into whatever you're selling or whatever you're doing. So you could, yeah. be, I mean, you could be a data person that just puts a whole bunch mm-hmm. of data in spreadsheets. But if you're living into who you are, it might one bless your coworkers who are working with you or, yes. or the, you know, just a random stranger that you meet might meet.
0: Uh, yes, I love it. You are so good. And I love what you said about starting small. It is like, you don't need to start with, start with your top client where you're going to feel like intimidated of this new process, starting small, the small conversations start from far back, Mm -hmm. start, you know, doesn't have to be your most intense family member. (laughs) Start. small. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's sometimes easier to start with someone who you don't know because they don't have a preconceived idea of who you are. They don't have this, um, you know, box that they've put you into. And sometimes it's hard. I know that I have some friends who um, I'm not as close friends with. They are um, moms who don't have um, like a day job or they don't. They're a stay at home mom, which is awesome. I know that I couldn't do it. (laughs) I've tried Mm -hmm. during this quarantine. It is a tough job. I think it's tougher than my job uh, personally. Um, But we're just in two separate worlds. And sometimes they put you in this box. I know that I've been put in a box by some of my friends of, hey, she's the one, she's an entrepreneur. She's super busy. She's busy all the time. This is what she does. Um, and they put me in this box. But sometimes we need to um, try stepping into that power with people we don't know who don't already have an idea of, hey, this is who this person is. And they can't step outside of that box. And so we mm-hmm. you try it with somebody else, they don't know who you are. They don't have a a preconceived idea of, oh, she's the business owner or he's the uh, business owner or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank of what you are, what most people, you know, think of you as. So try it with someone you don't know. They don't know who you
0: are. And I guarantee when you start doing it, what will happen when you walk away from these conversations, when other people walk away from it, just saying like, they will be so surprised, mm-hmm. right? That something else happened. It was like, I had I thought we were talking about facial cream. I this is I feel amazing. I feel like a new person, right? Cuz we've right. actually done work on other levels cuz we shown up as true people.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: You were a joy.
1: So are you. So are oh. you. Gosh, this has been an incredible conversation and um I'm excited that I got to have this conversation with you first and we're going to be blessed by this conversation, but I'm truly so excited to put this out so that it can also truly bless other people. And so people can have a different perspective on what this life is meant to be.
0: Yeah. Cause really at the end of the day, protein powders aren't going to change the world, (laughs) but you showing up in your superpower, becoming the hero in somebody else's life that does. Exactly. And it comes in the guise of a protein powder, you know, <laughs> exactly,
1: <laughs> or in the form of a podcast episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: I love it. Well, Brad, where can people find you on social media or out in the world if they want a little bit more of you and you showing up as who you are truly meant to be?
0: Easiest would be um, on Instagram at the Brad Chandler or thebradchandler.com. dot com.
1: Love it. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about your family as well. I know I love hearing about Chris and your two pups. So tell us about your family also, because I think it's important to resonate with people.
0: Yeah, we live in Austin, Texas, as you said. Um, my husband, Chris Chandler, so he is a soul cycle instructor. Also done a lot of work with the Hollis Company and Rachel Hollis as well. We've done a bunch of stuff with Rise together. Um, we're on the Rise app. We have three pups, which completely dominate our lives. You
1: have three pups. That's exciting.
0: Three. Holy cow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've been plant-based for over 10 years and just like here living my best life in Austin, Texas and love it so much.
1: That's awesome. Well, I hope people can reach out and follow you as well. I know that you put out um, weekly content, sometimes daily content on just kind of living into exactly what we talked about today. So
0: exactly, yeah. Hit oh, me awesome. up, DM me, Let's talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you for being on the podcast episode today, Brad. I'm so honored Thanks, to Pam. have you and um, have our listeners know who you are.
0: It's been a treat to be here, and I can't wait to dig in with you on your own business.
1: Awesome! Thanks again. I'm talking. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Remember, we are here every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time on Apple and Spotify. But if you want to join us over in the Instagram world at The Render Podcast, we would love that. We'd like to catch you up on what's coming up next. And if you didn't know, we will show up live on Fridays at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time to unpack this episode just a bit further. We also just genuinely want to connect with you. So I want to see you over there on Instagram. But hey, if you liked this episode, would you mind leaving a quick review on Apple? Apple likes to see it when their listeners engage by leaving a review so more can hear about this podcast. So right now I'm asking you to leave a quick review. I'd also love to see what you're loving about this podcast and what you want to hear more of. So mention that while you're there. See you soon, friend, in another episode on The Render Podcast.